0: This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at AndreasLinks.com. That's Andreas with an S, Links with an S, dot com. Welcome to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Libros. Each week, I focus on the systems, strategy, and big thinking you need to CEO your business and life to the next level. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Guess what? I have a real super duper guest today, someone who I heed a lot of advice and wisdom from someone who I've been following for quite a long time. And this person is Megan Hyatt Miller. So Megan Hyatt Miller is president and CEO at Full Focus and co-host of the super popular podcast, Lead to Win. She's also an author. She and her dad recently published a new book called Mind Your Mindset. You can find the link to it right in the show notes. And today in my conversation, we talk about her three step system or process for really figuring out how to achieve your goals how to get focused and the the three step process all centers around this narrator that we have in our heads so i i relate this to sometimes when i say it's the story inside our heads and she she talks about how you need to recognize that narrator you got to challenge the narrator and then you have to retrain the narrator in order to get the result you want in order to shift your mindset to a channel that is going to get you where you want to go. And that channel is also going to move you out of small thinking. She brought that up in the, in the uh, conversation and I had to giggle because, you know, I like to talk about small thinking versus big thinking. So if you can wrap your hands around this narrator, then you're going to get into some big thinking, which is so appropriate for the conversations that we have been having here at Andrea Libras Coaching and on time to level up in preparation for the release of She Thinks Big, the Entrepreneurial Woman's Guide to Moving Past the Messy Middle and Into the Extraordinary. And if you haven't gotten on the launch day list and that launch is just a few short weeks away, maybe even one week away, head over to shethinksbigthebook.com and get on that list. But while you're doing that, I want you to sit sit down, buckle up, and listen in to my conversation with Megan Hyatt Miller. Well, thank you for being here. So yes, thank you, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for your flexibility it. on the scheduling. I know that we had a little
0: you know, yeah, rescheduling okay and all that.
1: Yeah. So thank okay. you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. yes,
0: thank you. Okay, Elizabeth was very worried about you. I want you to know that. Oh, well,
1: she's awesome. Yeah. She's my my path clearer at all times. So
0: I don't know. I'm kind of worried about her. So anyway, yes. Thank you. Um, good. Well, I don't want to take tons of your time, but, um, I wanted to invite you on to just yes. talk a little bit about your book. Thank you. So, thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, kind of an informal conversation, yeah. you know, whatever you want to share is great. Okay. I have read all the books. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've read all the books, and I think what attracted me most to Full Focus way back in the day, which I feel like <laughs> was a very long time ago, were all of the the systems. Like the yeah. your system, I kind of became obsessed with Full Focus Planner. I went through the certification program. Oh, great! That's I, awesome. Yep, I use it with all my clients. Um, Love that. I've been on full fo- the focus on this podcast. I yeah, right. This. So, so then when I saw you came out with this book, Mind Your Mindset, I was like, hmm, what made you really not shift, but I guess shift in the sense of talking yeah. about that piece of the puzzle more? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, really for us, what happened is that in a way we realized that we had left out one of the most important parts of all the systems that you're talking about that that you loved you know what's the prerequisite for being successful with those systems and really getting the benefit of them and what we realized was the the kind of prequel or the prerequisite was mindset you know that everything that we we do at full focus in one way or another, is challenging conventional wisdom. The idea that you can be successful, but in a way that's sustainable, that leaves you the margin you need in your life for your life outside of work. You know That is not conventional wisdom. That's counterintuitive. And so before you can even do the things that will enable you to have that life, you actually have to have a mental shift to make it possible in the first place. So I think for us, that was the... The reason why we felt that this book was important and important now, you know, that in a way we think of it as a prequel to all of our other work, it's foundational. And, you know, we kind of wish we would have written it first, but then again, we probably couldn't have done
0: it if we hadn't written the other ones first. So that's true. I find that a lot of people go right to the actions, right? What do I need to do? Yes. So, I mean, it makes sense in a way that that's where you starting with more systematic, the systems is more attached to the actions. Versus the thinking, although you can't have the systems unless you have the right thinking. So, you know, it's it's kind of a chicken and an egg situation. But I can see how that that evolved.
1: Well, I think your your point about the action is so important because if you're successful in your life. In any way, it's probably because you're an action biased person. You know, I mean, I think that's sort of just our, our MO in the West in general. But also if you would consider yourself a high achiever or somebody who's growth minded, I mean, you're a person who's taking action. And I think that that's good. But the actions, what we have learned through the research is that our actions are derivative of our thinking. And so sometimes great actions naturally follow our thinking in a way that, that works out for us. But inevitably we all come to this place and, you know, I tell the story in the book about my public speaking um, story, which we can talk about if you want to in more detail, but where our thinking is actually predisposing us to actions that are very disempowering and we find ourselves stuck and we just can't seem to find the action that's going to work. And that's where, when we find ourselves at that place, we have to go further upstream and say, instead of just doubling down and trying harder, we actually need to understand what's driving the actions in the first place, what we call the story or this narrator that lives in our head, because that's how we ultimately take the kind of
0: actions that are going to get us the result that we want. Yeah, I always am saying we need to, that's just a story you're telling yourself. You know, when someone is quote unquote stuck, that's really a result of probably not even the system or the action; it's the story that they're telling. So I did find it really interesting how you talk about recognizing your narrator and mm-hmm. then broke it down into the identify, interrogate. Yeah, <laughs> made me made me giggle. That word made me giggle. <laughs> and then interrogate. I like I like it though. And then <laughs> imagine. So tell me more about those that like process and how yeah. I came into that.
1: Well, you know, Andrea, you talked about that. We have these systems at full focus and that's something that you've enjoyed and benefited from. I think what we've done in mind your mindset is to create a system for thinking, you know, where it's a really simple rubric that you can remember anytime, anywhere. If you're in the car line at school, if you're between meetings at the office, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, but the first step, and we talk about this a lot in leadership in general but is the self-awareness piece. And we uh, we call this identify your story in the book. So step one is identify the story that you're telling. And part of what's important about that, that most of us, I mean, none, none of us learned this in school. Maybe if you were very fortunate, somebody you know introduced you to this idea in your life. For most of us, that's not the case. The idea that there's what happens that would be, Truly a fact, something we could uh, observe on a police report or a medical report. You know, I mean, honestly, it's kind of boring, but just the facts of our life, what happened? And then there's what we say about that. And that's the narrative or the story that our brain is putting on top of the facts to make sense of it. And our brain is just a sense-making machine. Like that yeah. is why it exists. That's what it's, its job is to make sense of things and to keep us safe. And so the problem is that a lot of times those stories are very self-protective or negative or risk averse, because again, the brain is, is thinking, you know, don't get eaten by a tiger. It's like that, that's kind of where it's at. And so what we've got to begin to learn to do is not. Stop telling negative stories about our life because that's never going to happen. Our brain is just wired for, as I was telling my uh, young adult son last night, our brain's just wired for scarcity. It's going to go to the negative. It's going to go to the scary. You can't stop that. But you do have the ability to recognize, identify that story that it's telling about the facts of your life. And then we can go to step two, which is to interrogate that story. And I kind of chuckle at that too, because I keep thinking of those old movies, you know, where they're like in the basement of the police station and it's all dark. Yeah. And the one spare light bulb that's being held right over someone's face, you know, and someone's <laughs> yelling at you. It's not quite that uh, aggressive in our model, but what we want to do in this interrogation phase is we want to loosen the connective tissue, so to speak, between the facts, And what we're saying about the facts, the story, because in our Mm -hmm. mind, if you were to ask somebody what happened, they're going to tell you the story. They're not going to tell you just the pure facts. That's what all of us would do. And so what we want to become um, astute at is pulling those things apart, because then once we interrogate a story and we're asking ourselves questions like, How might someone else interpret these events? What else might somebody else say? Are we sure that that's true? What else could be true? So we're again, we're just kind of loosening this up. Then we go to step three, which is to imagine a better story. So like I said, when I was talking about identify, we can't stop our brain from coming up with, you know, some story like, uh, you know, when your coworker passed you in the hallway and didn't make eye contact and your brain immediately goes to, he must be mad at me or she must know I'm about to get fired. You know, that's just what our brain's going to do. But as we interrogate and we say, okay, no, what happened is I was in the hallway, I passed my coworker they didn't look me in the eye. Okay. That's the fact The story I'm telling myself is that must mean something bad, like I'm getting fired or they're mad at me. Okay, what else could be true? Well, maybe they're just thinking about a a meeting that they had that was stressful. Or maybe they just got a call that they need to go get their kid from school, but they have a conflict (laughs) at work. Or maybe they ate something for breakfast that didn't agree with them. I mean, who knows? (laughs) But you can come up with another story that ultimately is freeing for you. And most importantly, set you up to take different actions. Like if you thought you were about to get fired, if you thought you were about to uh, have a coworker that was really angry at you, you might take some actions that, as my HR director would term, are career limiting moves. Right? You might make some bad decisions and and cause yourself some real suffering. But if in fact you said to yourself, you know what maybe she just had a a bad morning or maybe your child is sick. You'd probably just go on about your day and not think twice about it and not make any of those career limiting moves that would um, turn around to bite you. So these three steps are very simple. They're very powerful. They take time to cultivate as a habit and then ultimately to install in your life. But again, it's identify, interrogate, and imagine. Those are the three steps in this uh, system of thinking. And they really, once they're installed, they really will set you free from these thought patterns that are limiting your life. And that's what
0: we really want for you. Yeah. And I love how a lot of your work, we switch from these limiting beliefs to liberating truths. Right. 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 So I think those new stories that you can imagine are really kind of aligned with liberating truths. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, there are things that we
1: think about ourselves. And I mentioned earlier um, this story uh, that I tell in Mind Your Mindset about my fear of public speaking. And th- there are things in our lives that are limiting, that we have come to believe these stories in our head that limit the actions we take and therefore limit the results that we're getting in our life. For me, when I was probably a junior in high school, I witnessed a close friend of mine have basically a panic attack while speaking in front of the class, just delivering you know those routine presentations that we all do in high school. She ran out. She was in the bathroom sobbing, kind of in the fetal position. I went in there to um, talk to her and try to comfort her. And my mind unconsciously said, Megan, speaking is dangerous. Avoid it at all costs because you could be publicly humiliated. And that's your worst nightmare. So, you know, avoid, avoid, avoid at all costs. I wasn't conscious of that story at that time. I just knew that every time I went to present in any way... I felt like I was going to lose control of my body. And that's a very unsettling feeling. And so I began to make choices, taking actions that aligned with that story that speaking was dangerous. And I started to limit myself as I was early in my career. And then as my career developed, I just kept saying, no, I avoided, you know, you need to present this to the board. No, you can do it. That's fine. You know, you could write this book. No, I don't want to write that book. That's okay. I'm, I'm too busy. And really I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna have to do podcast interviews like this or go speak. And that sounds terrible. You know, I don't want to do that. And so eventually my team, you know, fast forward, I was the COO at the time of our company. Somebody on my team came to me and said, you know, it's the funniest thing. We just realized you have never keynoted for us ever. And we're doing this big event with 800 people and we would love for you to keynote. And of course, inside, I'm like, this is my worst nightmare. You know, I'm thinking to myself, my life is over You know, my career is over. Everything is over. But what I knew in that moment, to your point, Andrea, of liberating truths or limiting beliefs and liberating truths is I was tired of living in a small version of my life. It just felt constrictive. And I was kind of like, you know, using my elbows to push the edges. And I thought, if it kills me, I'm going to look this fear in the face And I'm going to figure out what to do. And I hired an anxiety coach, a speech coach, a life coach. I mean, I was like, all the resources I could possibly throw at this because I had six weeks to take my most debilitating fear and be able to stand on a stage and speak to 800 people. And I'm going to just be honest with you. It was not a fun six weeks. Uh, It was scary, overwhelming, difficult. But I literally rewrote the story of how I wanted to think about speaking. And it wasn't like I'm a TEDx speaker. I mean, it wasn't some grandiose vision. It was I have a voice that deserves to be heard. You know, things like that that ultimately were liberating. And, you know, fast forward six weeks later, I got on that stage in front of 800 people. I was a little bit nervous right before I got on the stage, which I've learned is not only common to every single person who speaks, it's also what helps you to do a great job. That adrenaline is what makes you sharp. Uh, yes. Which I, Again, that's a story, right? Like I've developed right. a better, more liberating story. And of course, I've gone on to speak many, many times since then. And- actually enjoy it. Who knew? I'm actually good at it. Who knew? But I had this story that was limiting my life. And that's the the reality of our stories. They either liberate us or they limit us. And so in Mind Your Mindset, we wanted to give people this really simple path that if you find yourself stuck, there is a way out that isn't just brute force of double down and try harder. You can actually go upstream, identify your story, interrogate it, and then imagine something better and have a whole different life. And that's, powerful,
0: right? That's that's the switching to, to big thinking. thinking. There's a place in the book. It's interesting. You mentioned like you hired the the speaking coach, you hired the, so there's a place in the book where you talk about more brains are better than one. Yes. But yet, so I say that too, but yet sometimes I get pushed back and say, well, shouldn't I follow my own thinking? Why Mm -hmm. are more brains better than one? What's your, what's your take on that? You know,
1: what's so interesting. Um, I talked about this several months ago on a podcast. We were talking about that idea of like live your truth. And obviously there are great things about that, but there are also not great things about that because, you know, there are personally, I believe there are certain things that are absolutely true. And there is there are way more things that are not absolutely true. Like the whole concept of truth is actually a lot of subjective interpretations of things around us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can hide out in our quote unquote truth or trying to be authentic. And in reality, we're just limiting ourselves. And we may not have, to your point, we may not know how to get out of that. You know, we may, when when these thoughts or these stories are in our brains, they feel very true. So I don't wanna discount that because they feel like facts, they feel absolutely true. That's where sometimes what we need is another person who can see our lives. From a different perspective. That can be very helpful in the interrogation step that I was talking about a minute ago. In fact, I like to think in our business Full Focus, we do a lot of coaching for business owners uh, as well as people like you who coach uh, people on the, the planner, on the Full Focus Planner. When you're coaching someone, and this could be a formal coaching relationship, this could be a close friend or spouse or other relationship that you have, that person helps you to interrogate your story. They can help you to loosen that connective tissue because they're not caught up in the story in the way that you are. And sometimes we can't think for ourselves the kind of thoughts and stories that would ultimately be liberating for us. And that's what for me happened when I hired a speech coach, an anxiety coach, a life coach, those people helped me to interrogate my story and imagine something better. And they kind of served as a a type of scaffolding that I couldn't have made the, the journey on my own, probably, or maybe I could have, but it would have taken longer and been more painful. And so I think we can avail ourselves of these people in our lives, whether that's a formal relationship, like hiring a coach, or whether that is just somebody in your life that you really trust that can help you to see your circumstances, the facts of your life, from a different perspective that ultimately could be way more empowering and give you access to different kinds of solutions and actions that will really get you the results that you want in your life.
0: I love it. I love all the things you said, all the things. So what is the best way for someone to get their hands on a copy of Mind Your Mindset? Is there a best way?
1: Well, if you're like me, um, you're an Amazon girl, and right. I love some Amazon. You know, I, I love to go to Barnes and Noble when I have time, local bookstores, and all that. Really, it, it would be anywhere that you uh, enjoy shopping. But one of the things that you should definitely do once you purchase the book is go to Mind Your Mindset book. Dot com because we have some cool bonuses and other things. You just take your receipt, redeem it there. But some neat things like a course that really helps you to put the things that we talk about in the book in action, uh, a little form that you can go through those steps for and just kind of keep as, you know, sort of like a Mad Lib style method for going through the steps we talk about in your mind, your mindset. Anyway. Don't miss out on that because it's a great opportunity for implementation, which we're at Full Focus really passionate about. We don't just want you to learn something. We want you to be able to put it into practice so that it can transform your life. So again, mindyourmindsetbook.com, but you can buy the book anywhere you enjoy shopping.
0: Love it. And all that will be in the show notes. So you'll be able to find Megan and all the things she does. So thank you for being here. Andrea, thanks so much for having me. You are welcome friends, what did you think of that conversation? What were your three biggest takeaways? Inside my coaching groups, I always ask at the end of every call, what are your three biggest takeaways? Hashtag three biggest takeaways. So from that conversation with Megan, what did you find? I think one of my biggest takeaways was that she had this fear of public speaking, but she didn't really realize that until the opportunity presented itself to speak in public, to speak on a larger stage. And at that point, she really identified that narrator, that story, that narrator was telling in her mind, and she was able to challenge it because that narrator was thinking small, definitely thinking small. And thinking small doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't get us any more opportunities. So what is your narrator t- saying? Okay, what's what's that, What's that? your narrator's story? Is it helping you? could get onto bigger stages to get to bigger places to be the person or woman you want to be. If it's not, which it might not be, I think it's time to challenge it. So here are two great ways you can challenge it. Actually three. One, you can head to the show notes and grab uh, the link to get to Megan's book, Mind Your Mindset. Two, you can head to shethinksbigthebook.com to get on the launch day list so you can access the book. She Thinks Big on launch day at discounted pricing and grab some other goodies that go along with it, like a free ticket to um, an insider session I'm doing in October. And the third way is to go to andreaslinks.com and book a call with me. And I bet in 15 minutes or less, we're gonna identify what your narrator's story is. I will bet you money on this. 15 minutes or less, we're gonna figure out what your story is, what the narrator's saying in there and whether or not that's helping you think big or think small. And if it's things small, we're going to figure out how to change it. All right, my friends. I think next week is the week. Is next week the week? Next week is the week. If you're listening to this in real time, that She Thinks Big is live and in person and on stage, so to speak, on stage within Amazon. So head to SheThinksBigTheBook.com right now and get ready to get your copy. All right. Remember, right now, time to level up. No better time. Let's do it. See you soon. Hey, listening to podcasts is great, but you also have to do something to kick your business up a notch. You need to take some action, right? So go to Andreas with an S, links with an S.com, AndreasLinks.com, and take the quiz. I guarantee you'll walk away knowing exactly what your next best step is to level up.